This is Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International, a non-denominational end times ministry dedicated to fulfilling a divine commission to trumpet forth warnings from God concerning the imminent second coming of Christ and the impending judgment of God upon the ungodly. God has sent Dr. Hansen to many nations of the world with a solemn warning to the political and religious leaders and citizenry to repent of their sinfulness and wickedness or face the catastrophic judgments that will soon be unleashed upon the unbelieving world. Listen now to the warnings of our compassionate and merciful Creator conveyed through His faithful prophetic spokesman, the host of Warning Radio, Dr. Jonathan Hansen. This is Dr. Hansen. I'm the president of World Ministries International. I want to welcome you to the Warning Program. Wherever you're watching or listening, United States or around the world, welcome. Ladies and gentlemen, we are in a struggle in America today. In fact, we're in a struggle in every nation on earth. Uh, the Bible talks about these end times and how, again, uh, more and more demonic activity, satanic attack will, will come on all of us as leaders of worlds, uh, nations of the worlds, uh, leaders of, of governments, they're being influenced by demons. And it's only going to get more and more vicious. Uh, the science of judgment goes into this. Again, how can you ever kill a baby and call yourself civilized? Yet we've done it for a long time. We are in a vicious, ugly, dangerous world where even the most holy is not protected any longer. I did a series. I'm continuing that series. The first one was titled Demons. The second one, Demons Are Organized. The third one, Can Christians Have Demons? And now today, the etiology of demons in people. Now, if you haven't seen those others or listened, go to my website, worldministries.org. That's worldministries.org. And click on TV, radio, and you can look them up. I think we need to study this, you need to look at it hard because demons are influencing so many people today and possibly they're influencing you, your family, your spouse, your church, people in the church. They're certainly in the White House, um, Congress and other areas, in our Congress in Washington State. And most people, the sad thing is they don't recognize it, they don't discern it, they can't cast them out, can't deal with it. So they're just blindsided. They're slapped all over the place. Some of them die needlessly. And uh, because we're ignorant in this area, because frankly, the church is so backslidden. When I grew up, churches I attended, they knew these subjects and they, they cast out demons. Today, it's rare. It's rare that pastors will speak on it. Certainly most pastors can't do it. Say, are you condemning them? No, but I think God does. God does. See, I've been ordained since 85. One of the strongest denominations in the world I was a part of. Still ordained in a, in, in a fellowship. Same statement of faith. But 
I'm telling you, God is not happy with the clergy. I'm not happy with the clergy. We're losing America because the clergy doesn't understand their authority, their power, their responsibility. And we're in deep trouble. The etiology of demons in people, let's look at it. Now I'm looking and using as my source um, the Bible, first and foremost, uh, Dr. Drew Roos, who teaches uh, Advanced Deliverance 1 and 2. If you want to ever take some of our courses, World Ministries International School of Theology, on my website, worldministries.org. Also using other sources that deal with the demonic, like The Steps to Freedom in Christ by Neil Anderson. So we're going to be looking at the etiology of demons in people, the etiology, the origin of demons in people. Doctors look at this in your family history for disease. Do you have a history of cancer? There is an etiology, there is a beginning, there is a root cause, and we trace it back. Where does it come from? Did it originate in your family history? Has it never been broken? So again, this is a live audience. We do have children present, and it's in the campus of World Ministries International in our chapel. Now, let's look at what they call the tree of life. Again, when I deal with deliverance, I dealt with one last week, several days. You do an intake evaluation, the tree of life. Now, let's look at a Christian's tree of life. This is a born-again, spirit-filled Christian. However, as I look at this person's tree of life, I see a problem. I see rejection, hurt, bitterness, anger, resentment, rage, a desire to get even with a person who hurt them. We talked about man is a trinity, spirit, soul, and body. We, we talked about how demons, what part of man can they enter, the body. We talked about our emotions. Are your emotions wrong? Everybody has worry, but you don't have to take it to an extreme, unnecessary worry. We're supposed to apply the word of God and trust in God and leave it there. But if you can't seem to leave it there and you're filled with anxiety, you're filled with all sorts of turmoil, you're ready to have a breakdown, you've opened the door for the demonic activity in your life. That's really a sin. People don't realize that we can, by our emotions, sin. What are we singing? We're sinning against ourselves. As well as violating the word of God because the Lord wants you to trust in him, right? He wants you to trust in him. Can we trust in God? That's an easy statement, but most, a lot of people don't. They say they do, but then they need some type of medication to calm themselves or tranquilizers. That doesn't tell me you trust in God too well. You judge the tree by its fruit. If I'm standing under a tree on the ground by my feet are apples, it's reasonable for me to assume that I'm standing under an apple tree. Standing under another tree and there are oranges under that tree, it would be reasonable for me to think I'm standing under an orange tree. We have many trees on our property. It is reasonable to assume that you're standing under the tree that bears the fruit, whether it's cherries, plums, what have you? We have cherries, we have plums, we have other trees. By the same token, if I'm standing under a person's tree of life and I see rejection, hurt, bitterness, anger, resentment, rage, a desire to get even with somebody, I'm looking at the work of the devil. That's not the work of God. 
You know, this is sort of elementary and common sense if you just think about it. Are you so mad at somebody? Anybody that says anything, you, you spout off like a volcano? Now, I don't care how good of a Christian that people perceive you are or you think you are. We have to judge ourselves if we have these type of emotions. Maybe we need deliverance. This born-again, spirit-filled Christian is hurting. You can look up Proverbs 3.18, uh, Proverbs 11.30, Proverbs 13.12, Proverbs 15.4, Revelation 12.2. Each, emo each emotion mentioned could be personalities or personality companions. If I were to rebuke bitterness out of the individual's mouth, bitterness said, no, I am not going to leave, unquote. It has met the qualities of the personality we spoke of previously. Now, I spoke on this. Again, if this is your first time tuning in, go to my website, worldministries.org, and look at the other topics I spoke on on demons. They have personalities. They have qualities that show you their air of personality. If it does not manifest in a definite manner upon rebuke, it could be a memory, not a demon. A memory. Now our memory, sometimes we need healing of our memory. Sometimes we need to get off that track of using our memory and condemning ourselves. Do you condemn yourself with your memory? If I were, again, to deal with a, a demon of bitterness and it doesn't manifest, possibly, again, that's a heart issue that needs inner healing. Ezekiel 12.7, the spirit goes back to God who gave it. Then, therefore, as you minister, be aware of the fruits of the tree of life. Most people will tell you exactly what their problems are. If you ask them, they'll tell you. Most people. I'm telling you, I'm scared to death of airplanes. You know, somebody, many people have said that. That tells me that spirit of fear has produced that track under the tree. What did he, it, to me, what he did to me is awful. He used me and cast me aside for another woman, but he'll get his, God knows he'll get his. That's another statement. See, this, this person wants vengeance, wants revenge. You'll be surprised how much is in the last statement. There is rejection, bitterness, hate, vengeance, and mockery. He'll get his. Yeah, what he did to me, but he's going to get his. You know, the, the Bible says that God will judge, not you. Some people want to judge. They don't want to leave it up to God to judge. And then they get filled with all sorts of problems in life, emotions that lead to real diseases or emotions that open up to demonic activity. It can do both. And there can be both, a mixed diagnosis. Again, demons can enter the body, but not the spirit. We covered this. A 30-year-old woman with three children who has been married four times tells us she was forced to have sex with her father at the age of 13. She says that she and her husband are on the verge of breaking up. She then says to us, can you help me? Okay, let's follow that statement. Body, soul, spirit. 
When the demon stays free for an extended period of time, it becomes tracks or grooves or ruts are cut into the memory system when in it's been for, for a long time. Ruts and tracks. Some people can't seem to get out of the rut. They're in a rut. They're in a rut. They can't get out of that demonic rut. Okay. The 30-year-old, I'm going to go over it. Woman with three children who has been married four times, three children four times, tells us she was forced to have sex with her father at age 13. She says that she and her husband are on the verge of breaking up. She then says to us, can you help me? So this brief statement, you can tell many things through the gift of discernment of spirits. The fact that she's been married four times would indicate there could be a demon of divorce harassing and afflicting her. The fact that she has been molested by her father could indicate that she is frigid and could be the reason why she's having an awful time with married life. She definitely would be a candidate for a demon of rejection. There's a strong possibility that the personality companions of unforgiveness and hate could be present also. So, a victim of incest if they don't really submit themselves to God, and sometimes they need a lot of help with a good pastor that knows what he's doing, they'll be miserable the rest of their life. I know this. I've studied it, both in law enforcement and the ministry. I've dealt with it. All of these things could be involved. You can't counsel a demon. It must be cast out. Some people might want to send you. Now today, pastors don't know how to do it, a lot of pastors, so they just send you to their counseling service and you can counsel for 20 years and the person still messed up i dealt with a person just the other day for two days he's been going counseling for three years what does it take three years for other than the person doesn't know what they're doing but they're charging 175 dollars an hour uh, that's good business doesn't take me three years emotionally charged memory inner healing extensive counseling Inner healing is cleaning up the debris. Counseling is putting the building back up. What do you counsel them? You counsel them in the word of God if you know what you're doing. You deal with that unforgiveness if you know what you're doing as a good pastor. But it doesn't take 20 years. It doesn't take three years. So these few examples should show you the importance of the tree of life. Judge a tree by its fruit. If the tree is producing the fruits of the spirit, it is of God. It is of God. I remember a person once was had a trouble getting out of their car. They finally made it in, had a tumor the size of a baseball on their arm. They were sick, very sick. My wife saw demons dancing around them. I called them up front, had a couple people join me, and I started casting out spirits right there. She saw them run through the room. And then I prayed for a healing. The tumor immediately shrunk in front of everybody's eyes. We cast out demons. We prayed for the healing. Her lump was caused from demonic spirits. Caused her a real tumor. Huge. Baseball. Sometimes that happens with all sorts of sicknesses. Cancers. Galatians 5, 22 through 33, but the fruit of the Holy Spirit, the work which his presence with accomplishes, presence within accomplishes, is love, joy, peace, patience. What's patience? 
and even temper forbearance. Nobody wants to be married to someone always ready to bite your head off. You might like it, but I don't like sharks or a Simba. We don't need to have uncontrollable anger. It just isn't necessary. There's a problem. There is a problem that needs to be dealt with, either inner healing, forgiveness, spirits, but that shouldn't happen. Gentleness, self-control. Self-control is what? Restraint, self-restraint. Again, Galatians 5, 22 and 23. Persistence, evil, or destructive emotions. We ministered to a man who would look at the microphone held in the preacher's hand and see it as a male sex organ. This man was supposed to be born again. Spirit-filled Christian who did not want to be this way. His problem began when he was forced to have oral sex with a cousin at age nine. Etiology of diseases, etiology of demons. Doctors, again, do this if you have a disease to trace it back and see if it's genetic from your parents, whatever. Good deliverance ministers do the same thing. Can we find an open door where this whole thing started? At age 17, he asked his mother about having these unnatural sex thoughts. She told him it was very normal for a, a man to have such thoughts. Well, I, I don't think it's very normal. I don't ever remember seeing a pastor preach with a microphone and thinking that's a sex organ. That's not normal. She told him it was normal. This same man listened to a demon of murder and planned to go to the tent to kill me, although he barely knew me. It took four of us two and a half hours to exercise the demons, spirits. I remember in Singapore, uh, on a Friday night service, we had about 1,000 people praying. I was a fifth of the congregation, and uh, pretty good for, for uh, prayer. Huge churches don't have sometimes nobody hardly. We also had six o'clock every, every morning, hundreds of people praying, 6 a.m., not sleeping, I'm saying praying. Got out of bed to come to the church and pray before work. This is a good example of persistent evil thoughts. It was also a good example of seven worse than himself. Incest was the strong man. Incest was the strong man. However, murder was also in this man. Thank God for his mercy and protection. Thank God this man is free and serving him today. So what are we talking about, ladies and gentlemen? We're talking about the etiology of demons in people. Again, I started off weeks ago with demons. That was number one. Then demons are organized. Number two, can Christians have demons? And today, the etiology of demons. If you haven't seen or listened to the others, go on my website, worldministries.org. Worldministries.org. I'm saying these things because this is serious. Unless you want your family to continue to be pestered and sometimes even destroyed, marriage is broken up, suicide, because you just want to ignore, ignore it. You don't want to deal with it. Religious error. A demon will defend its doctrine person will separate from saints over doctrine. These are religious spirits. You know, let, let's take a simple doctrine, pre, mid, or post-trip. I don't care what you hold. I know what I believe by my studies, but I would never separate from others and uh, over the position that 
if you hold a different view. Because frankly, until it happens, it's still a theory. It can't be proven. Now, I could try to defend my position. I think it's pretty strong. But uh, I don't care if you hold the others. It's not important. I don't care about soul sleep. If some people, my goodness, if you don't believe what they believe, let's say you're in the grave and you're just asleep until Jesus returns and maybe I believe you're in paradise instantly, your body's in the grave, but you want to differ with me, that's fine. But if you separate over such what I call nonsense, that's a doctrine of a demon. That's a religious spirit. It's religious error. Are we following us? We shouldn't separate over these things. Not at all. We are in a fight for our survival. We need to unite together. Deal with the real issues that come, in, come in against you and I. First Timothy 4.1, but the Holy Spirit distinctly and expressly declares in the latter days some will turn away from the faith, giving attention to deluding and seducing spirits and doctrines that demons teach. Doctrines that demons teach. If you're going to cast out a religious spirit, you better bring your lunch. It takes a while. It's not an easy thing. You might take several days. You might have to fast. We are in a society that is delusive. It's under deception. It's directly and directed at the church. We are coming under satanic attack. The gift of discerning of spirits is not working in our churches as it should, and people are deceived. In one denomination, Dr. Roos cast out numerous spirits called the Virgin Mary. Wow. The same religion has other doctrines of demons in practice. Spirits called the Rosary, Mother Mary, Confirmation, Confessional, Sacred Heart of Jesus, etc. When you cast out demons out of religious spirit, people that have religious spirits, sometimes this is what is named. 1 Timothy 2, 4, 5, 1 Timothy 2.5, that there is only one God and only one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus. The man Christ Jesus. There's no other way. You have all these religions with other ways, whether it's Buddha, Hinduism, Mohammed. There are so many. Hare Krishna, Mother Mary. There is only one mediator between God the Father, the man Christ Jesus. One. There are many other false doctrines which have opened the door for demon spirits to torment the minds of people in that area. For example, once saved, always saved. Prosperity and confession means messages as taught with reference to Cadillacs and mansions. Are you hearing me, people? Some of you that believe in this nonsense and you, you have a real problem in your house with your husband, with your spouse, with other people, you're always screaming and hollering, May I say humbly, you might have spirits in you. And you probably have to go to another church to a pastor that knows how to deal with it. We all sin a little every day. That's why we're supposed to judge ourselves daily. That's why we're immediately supposed to say sorry. You know, even if it's whatever you get upset with your spouse, come on, don't let the sun go down on your wrath. If you do, I'm telling you, you got a problem. Forget the art. You got a problem. Because you're violating the word of God right there. That's too much selfishness then. Out of balance, healing and deliverance teachings and more. These forms of religious error are not producing the fruit of the Holy Spirit, but causing division among the body of Christ. 
They also lift up the doctrines of men as well as men themselves. Demons are truly speaking from our pulpits, I believe, as never before. And this is a direct statement from Dr. Roos, who's also a minister. Demons are speaking from our pulpits like never before. We must be careful because our soul is at stake. We try the spirits to see if they be of God. If something does not bring profit to the kingdom of God, it is not of God. It is not of God. The statement, healing went away with the apostles. Good night. I see healing everywhere I go. Everywhere I go. I was just with Joan Hunter, Joan Hunter Ministries. She was with me. Healing everywhere she goes. Joe Kirkward, healing everywhere he goes. What is this? Obviously, that's a wrong error. That's a false teaching. It's a doctrine of demons. Apostles and the prophets are not for today. That's not what my Bible says. Until we're all complete. The church isn't complete. The church is a mess. Worldministries.org, worldministries.org. Watch my other programs. Demons, demons are organized. Can Christians have demons in today? The etiology of demons and people. We need your prayers. We need your support to stay on this local television station. God bless you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International. Warning Radio is a listener-supported program. We need your donations in order to continue airing these Christ-centered prophetic programs. Send your checks or money orders to World Ministries International, Post Office Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. To donate securely by phone, call 360-629-5248. Visit our website to find other ways of giving and a wealth of information about World Ministries International and host Dr. Jonathan Hansen. The website is worldministries.org. There, you'll also have access to hundreds of previously aired radio programs, made-for-television videos, thousands of articles, Dr. Hansen's books, and travel itinerary. Again, the website is worldministries.org. The phone number is 360-629-5248. Tune in at this same time, Monday through Friday, on this radio station for the next exciting edition of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen. Remember, the Lord is not slow about the promise of His return, as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing for any to perish, but for everyone to come to the repentance that leads to eternal life.